It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. This is the AC Report. Uh, one of the most interesting cities in the world, Atlantic City, New Jersey. Nobody I'd rather look at it with uh, than someone who is quite accomplished when it comes to analyzing the economy. And so much of the Atlantic City story, as much as it's a historical story, as much as it's a cultural story, as much as at times it can be a political one, it very much is an economic one. And uh, that's why it's always a treat to uh, chat with John Boyd. He's the founder and principal, New Jersey-born, by the way, founder and principal at the Boyd Company, and someone who's really become a thought leader and a pioneer in the modern era of corporate site selection, and someone who uh, I had the privilege of meeting in person when he made his debut at New Year's Eve Eve last December 30th. John, it was great to meet you uh, and your uh, beautiful better half in person. Thanks for coming. Frank, it's great to be with you this morning. So and that was a that was a phenomenal uh, affair at the uh, New Year's Eve Eve party. Wonderful. Well, Great. glad I'm glad we have the John Boyd endorsement. Uh, hopefully, that'll be reflected in some of your upcoming reports about Atlantic City. Very good. I, I look forward to it. Um, for, fill folks in. I, I mentioned that uh, you're the founder of the Boyd Company. What is the Boyd Company? What do you guys do? Oh, we, we counsel major U.S. and overseas corporations where to locate their facilities throughout North America. We've been very active in the in uh, gambling markets throughout the country. We've provided uh, counsel to major private developers in uh, Las Vegas and Reno with Lake Tahoe. Over the years, we've helped a number of Indian casino tribes uh, promote their casino uh, and related development activity over the years. So. Um, and those are great folks. Um, we have a lot of listeners at the Nevada Talk Radio Network listening into the in the Reno area, etc. Um, one of the things that I think Atlantic City has struggled with, and maybe Nevada has struggled with this to some extent as well, and you could fill me in, is how they can develop beyond gambling when there is uh, there's so many other places to gamble these days. So if you're a city like Atlantic City, which uh, over the last half century has based so much of your approach to paying the city's bills 
on keeping the lights on in the casinos, and now everyone has a lot of other places that are much closer to gamble. What do you do? I mean, how do you handicap Atlantic City's ability to develop beyond gambling going forward? Well, it's really about providing a mixed-use experience, okay? The, and we, we've talked about this a number of times, Frank. Uh, the future of Atlantic City is not the day-tripper, okay? I mean, that that guy is already inundated with options in Pennsylvania, Delaware, soon New York City, okay? Three licenses by the end of this year. We, we can talk a bit about that if you'd like, but it just really puts an exclamation point on the importance of you know, mixed-use offerings. I think the yard at Bally's was a great uh, development coming on stream. Uh, what's happening at Showboat, the, the, some of the new retail, the new water park, okay? You know, year-round entertainment and restaurants and nightclubs with top DJs. That is really the future, you know, leveraging the uniqueness of Atlantic City. It's really the some of the most cost-effective oceanfront real estate in the Northeast, it's working with trends, not against them, giving this, given this new live-work-play dynamic that's really driving commercial real estate development trends today. Well, let's talk about that, uh, since you, you know a thing or two about real estate. I would, you know, once I can pay off some uh, credit card bills, etc., I'd love to buy a uh, a second home in Atlantic City, in Atlantic City proper, because even though the taxes are through the roof, I know friends of mine that have condos that pay in, in, in Atlantic City, uh, they pay in property taxes as much or more than I pay for my house in, uh, in New York City. Uh, you still really can't get property for the cost of what you can get in Atlantic City anywhere else. Now, a lot of other people will say that, oh, well, that's because Atlantic City um, is never going to be the mecca on the beach that so many real estate developers make it out to be. It's always going to be troubled by a certain element that is uh, part of the city, and there's crime, and there's drugs, and there's this, and there's that. Uh, Objectively, do you think that uh, now is a good time for a residential real estate investment in Atlantic City. We do, but you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it, fundamental to any type of real re- revitalization in Atlantic City is giving be- a return of better value to taxpayers and job creators and developers considering investing in Atlantic City. I mean, very basic things like keeping its fiscal house in order, okay, fixing potholes, ensuring public safety, uh, working on the aesthetics of Atlantic City. All of that is very fundamental, but it's key to really turning the page and leveraging some of the big picture opportunities related to New Jersey's booming film industry, for example. All right, you look at Bayonne, home to 1888 Studios, and Lionsgate in Newark, the new Netflix studio in Monmouth. New Jersey has very powerful film incentives. Atlantic City should be in the mix for a lot of you know, film-related activities. And there's the synergy is really with what's happening at Stockton with some of the esports and app and software to, uh, gaming development. So that's an opportunity, but it all starts with you know, with delivering value to taxpayers and job creators and shedding this image, okay, of, of Atlantic City historically being mismanaged and what's that great phrase, you know, the, the soft bigotry of low expectations. <laughs> 
Yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, let, let it, letting the naysayers think they can write the future. Okay? Uh, talking with John Boyd okay. of, uh, of the Boyd Company. So what do they have to do if there are government leaders listening, if there's nonprofit leaders listening, if there are business owners listening in the Atlantic City area to us right now? What what advice would you give them in terms of getting on that on that better path? We're starting to see some some really exciting development here. I mean, this everyone now agrees that the future is you know, Vegas-like mixed-use offerings. I think the city needs to do a better job of pr- promoting itself. I think its linkage to South Florida is a real underutilized market. I mean, there's some you know great synergies with South Florida direct flights via Spirit Airlines and uh, th- via Philadelphia. I think the Spirit JetBlue merger may create some opportunities for hmm. additional additional flight service. But I mean, just driving, you know, from, from Delray Beach down to Miami Beach, you, you'll see dozens of billboards for Nashville and Orlando and Las Vegas. You know, Atlantic City should be that alternative that, you know, particularly in those summer months when people are scrambling to get out of South Florida. But what? I think, you know, promotion is a, is a big deal and, and leveraging these growth industries. I, I know your previous segment talked about alternative energy and there's obviously a lot of controversy related to wind and solar. I mean, I'm not disputing that, but nonetheless, these projects are out there. I mean, there's billions of dollars of office projects and conventions in green energy industry that whether or not you like the industry or not, if you like Atlantic city, you'd like to see uh, Atlantic city get its fair share of, of, of green energy related uh, convention industry. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Bruno. He's your numero uno. What about commercial real estate? Do you still think that's a good investment? I know up until a few years ago, there's large swaths of undeveloped land. And I would ask people uh, as I'd walk the boardwalk and point to this empty lot, this empty field. I would say, who owns that? Who owns that? And uh, time and again, the answer is, oh, it's just a a real estate speculator who's hoping that someday somebody's going to buy, who's going to build a big project to come in and buy them out. And I'm wondering if that has led to the commercial real estate in the Atlantic City area being overvalued. How do you see it? That, that's a good point. There's been a lot of you know, uh, speculative activity. I think the, a lot of the, the real growth areas that offer the best return are, are, are not in Atlantic City proper right now with some, some of those other outlier communities that, that have seen phenomenal growth, especially you know, younger workers moving full-time living in Atlantic and Ocean counties. That said, there still are, there still are opportunities. I think, again, this, this live, work, play, it almost sounds glib, but that really is how, that is really the, the, the driving force behind where people are moving to mm. today, people, where people want to live and work. A lot of really smart developers from around the country look at Atlantic City the way they looked at Coney Island 25 years ago. Okay, given its cost effectiveness within the context of the Northeast, 
you know, even the skyline, Frank, when you think about the skyline uh, in terms of oceanfront skyline on the eastern seaboard, I mean, you have Boston, right, New York slash Jersey City, Atlantic City, and that's it until you get down to Jacksonville and, and, and then into South Florida. I mean, you know, it's something I think a lot of locals take for granted, just that amazing aesthetic and given its, its low-cost profile you know, versus other oceanfront areas in the Northeast. The, the big challenge, Frank, is, is how we deal, how Atlantic City deals with the, the, with the new casinos mm. coming in, in, in New York. Yeah, and, and how do you see that? Well, look, there's no question uh, this will be a major challenge. About 30% of, of revenue comes from New York City and, and northern New Jersey. The, uh, the, the other thing that will happen here, it will make it more likely for New Jersey to counterpunch and do a casino in, in, in the Meadowlands at the American uh, Dream mm. Mall. But uh, and we can talk about some of, the, some of those proposals, but I think from 30,000 feet, all of the, the New York proposals, and there's, there's 10 in total, I mean, the idea of incorporating a casino into a, a business, a residential, and even a sports district shows just how mainstream gambling and casinos are today. I mean, right. Casinos are becoming a part of you know, mixed-use, live-work-play dynamics. Yeah, uh, my friend uh, AC Mike Lopez, that's his home moniker, Live Work Play AC, and uh, I love it. And I can't think of a, a city that better encapsulates uh, those three attitudes than Atlantic City does. Talking with John Boyd of the uh, of the Boyd Company. You mentioned eSports. We did a whole uh, hour on that last week, and I think that was new to a lot of people, the concept of essentially betting on video games. Where do you see eSports going, not just in Atlantic City, but Nevada and elsewhere? Is this the is this the shot in the arm that uh, casinos need right now the industry is obviously had a bit of a setback related to the, the pandemic but globally esports is a huge huge sport particularly with with younger uh, younger gamers and to new jersey's credit they've really invested in that stockton campus downtown and the the, the big picture here is that it, it shows the synergies between gambling and the software industry. If you look at part of Las Vegas's and even Reno's winning economic development formula, it's incorporating gaming with its, its, with its technology scene. You look at all the startups related, you know, companies that are involved in animation and a lot of the, you know, software and app development. There are spinoffs from, from gambling. So you'd like to see some of that, uh, Stockton play a, a real role in the revitalization of Atlantic City. Esports can play a big part of that. Andrew Wilgus runs that campus. He does a terrific job. And it has the support of the New Jersey Economic Development Authority. And, and that's, uh, that, that's a big plus. I mentioned that um, – oh, by the way, let me just ask because you are big into the business of corporate site selection. One of the things Vegas made as really its hallmark for so many years was convention business. And there was a time where a lot of convention business wa- took place in uh, Atlantic City. Yesterday I spent a lot of time talking about Robert F. Kennedy and uh, folks still refer to some remarks he gave at the 1964 Democratic Convention in, uh, in Atlantic City. And it was a spot – for not just political conventions, but a lot of corporate stuff and a lot of other things. Is Atlantic City's days as a convention hub 
Are they behind her, or do you still see uh, things being uh, pretty bright for Atlantic City's future as as far as convention business goes? It it should do a lot better. It really should. There's a consensus among you know lawmakers in New Jersey and regional advocates to really focus on more conventions. I think the the burgeoning film industry, and again, whether you like it or not, the the the, the green energy industry is are real hotbeds for, you know, related types of convention activity. I would start there. I mean, you have to fish where the fish are. Obviously, flight service, more flight service is a big deal. You know, more air taxi service. It sounds very futuristic, but this will be completely mainstream within three years. You'll have helicopter service, air taxi service in Newark, LaGuardia, JFK. Mm-hmm. Atlantic City should should be getting its, its share of what they call, you know, helitaxi service, linking it to New York and Philadelphia. You know, more boat and ferry service. And that infrastructure already exists between New York and New Jersey. You know, Atlantic City should be more aggressive on that front also. Lastly, I mentioned that you were New Jersey born, but like so many, you spend most of your time these days in Florida. Ron DeSantis is basically running for president on a platform of the the Florida miracle, and he wants to do for the United States what he's done for Florida. Set those of us that are outside of Florida straight. We've seen a lot of New Yorkers move down there, a lot of New Jerseyans, a lot of people from all over, in part because of the business climate, the tax climate, the cost of living. Some people enjoy the weather. Some people enjoy uh, the politics of florida a bit more than the areas they're flooding is florida really all that great well frank a thousand people a day are moving to the sunshine state you know obviously the the lack of a personal income tax the weather you know but also this this idea this feeling that people have that job creators have that taxpayers have in high growth winning states like texas and florida and tennessee and the carolinas and, and nevada that you get, a, you just get fundamentally get a better return on your tax dollar versus some of the, the high cost, high tax states where lawmakers seem really unaccountable to taxpayers and to job creators. That's a feeling that really exists here in Florida. Florida has its challenges. The two biggest challenges with is infrastructure, keeping up with all of the growth, and and the affordability issue. I mean, Florida has a, a major insurance uh, crisis right happening right now, but the legislature is working on fixing that. Things like tort reform that. Hopefully, we'll, we'll we'll provide some remedies. But yeah, there's no denying the the economic might of 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 Florida. It's one of the most important dynamic markets on the globe right now. John Boyd, it's always a treat to talk with you. I hope to see you again soon, and uh, let's chat on the radio again soon too. Thanks, Frank. Great to be great to talk to you again. Thank you, John Boyd. You want to comment on any portion of his conversation with me? You are going to give me a call eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Straight ahead. Other Side of Midnight.